0: This is Harry Hogg Football. On today's show, we talk about the Golston signing, left which not signing, the Redskins schedule for the season. We break it down for you. This and some fake trades as well, and much much more. Live, Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo yo yo, what's up, y'all? Yo
1: yo yo, what's happening? Yo what up? What's
0: up? Welcome Harry Hog football fans, Redskins fans from all reaches of the, the globe to episode number 164 Harry Hog football. You are. In that little opening statement just now, I kind of reminded myself of the dude from the office that just says random stuff. Like the main dude, Michael.
1: Oh, yeah. The dumb one. Randomly, he doesn't work there anymore. Now he works for Michael Scott's paper company.
0: Anyway, this isn't anyway. a podcast about the Office. <laughs> it is a podcast about all the news coming out of Redskins camp this week, and there was a lot. Oh, of it, there was a lot of it, as we always say. Anyway.
2: Well, we actually do have a couple of pertinent things to talk about and a little, uh, little taste of what we're going to talk about here in a few minutes. A little bit farther down the line on this podcast is the, uh, the schedule finally came out this evening. They had a special on it and everything. That's called
1: schedule. Yeah. The, the schedule. Schedule.
0: And like we do every year.
1: For our friends across the pond over there.
0: And like Fall. we do every year, I will predict every single game the outcome. And last year, what was it? Harry the... Hog
2: tradition. Aaron Allen's picks on the season. Because last...
1: one thing that we love to do is make <laughs> predictions in Harry Hog football. Are we going to go straight into Aaron's picks? Is that what we're going to
0: do? Last year, I was 8-8. No, eight. no, no, an... no. That was a teaser.
1: Oh, okay. John, teaser.
0: last year or wasn't teaser. I.
1: That'll, that'll come in after the, uh, Teaser. Football, Aaron.
0: Last year, I was 8-8 on my predictions.
1: I was gonna say teaser. I hardly know her. You brought her. You
0: teaser. Anyway, that's a little bit later <sighs> in the show. To get things kicked off, let's talk about John's dog, Kedrick Golston signing his tender for one point, I think four, million. one point four
2: dollars dollars. Like one point five four million. Well, that's almost my dog. One point anyway, five million um, over yeah. five years. The last of the Redskins have restricted free agents signed their tender, uh, Kendrick Goldstone. Uh, he signed his one year tender for, I think it was 1.54 million. Mm-hmm. Why do they call it a tender? Uh, it's a tendering offer. It's a, it's a tender offer. They say, here, is it like,
1: tender offer? I thought. Love oh, tender.
0: <laughs> Dude, I thought it was a yeah, tender, you know, uh, like a coal car. Huh. Tinder. <laughs> anyway. I <laughs> anyway, so hey, need to bring up
2: that $1.54 5, 5, million. That's not bad for a guy who was drafted in the later round mm-hmm. uh, three years ago, one year of work as a backup. Although, I, although I'm really pumped about this, the fact that he and Montgomery both signed their tenders
0: mm-hmm. to come
2: back. Are it's you really? i
0: huge, because dude. I'm really I am
2: because I'm really pumped about it too because we need we need substitute saddies. In the middle of the D-line, Ainsworth played 11 games last year. Um, Cornelius is always hurt. He always plays hurt, but even sometimes he can't go. So we need guys to back those two up.
0: I also wanted to point out that I think both of those guys still have potential to improve their game to a higher level. They're young dudes. They're not in their prime yet. They could be dockeries.
1: I don't know, dude. I'm I'm trying to decide whether or not I'm pumped about it or not. It's, uh, I don't know. I'm pumped about it because it gives us an depth.
0: Yeah, that's that what we I'm saying. So now so we that's got... That's
2: what I think that we do. We have two young guys who know the system, who can who can fill in when you need them to. Okay. Yeah. Far out, man. Far and I was far talking far
0: about it on a post I wrote this week, <laughs> <clears throat> and, uh... I was saying how um, I think Andre Carter is going to have a huge year due to the influence of Fat Albert Haynesworth in the middle, and Cornelius Griffin, and I think I Philip Daniels and Ronaldo Wynn will hold down the other corner admirably. Not superstar <laughs> level, but they will be able to hold it down. Those old dudes, the old dudes will also Thank give you. some give some um, insight. And help guide Golston and Montgomery to enrich their gameplay as Defender. leaders. <laughs> Can put, give them some points. Very tender. Yeah, And uh, <laughs> well, as I was saying in my um, post, I think that if we could get one more, one more decent. Aaron's very proud of himself for posting this week. Yeah. If I could if we could get one more decent to good to excelente defensive end in there, a solid defensive end veteran, I'd feel even much better about the defensive line. But I think so it was veteran, a step in the right direction like to get the guy these guys that, signed. Like
2: um, uh, do you guys think that the win is gonna make any difference? Do you think he's even gonna make the team?
0: Yes, I do. He got to
2: cut. A couple of years ago, because he wasn't good—excuse me—good enough to make the team.
1: I think you're pretty optimistic, Aaron, about that. I'm just saying, I'm with I'm John. With, I'm John. with Fox.
0: I think he's going to make the team if Philip Daniels goes down in the first preseason game again.
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> don't forget the young the young guys on the on the corner that they got coming up. Um, Alex Busby, with Georgetown.
0: Oh yeah, uh, we didn't see him. Didn't he get injured in the first game also last year? Or close first two? day
2: of training, yeah. The same day that Phil Daniels went down.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we haven't back. seen what he can do either.
2: We don't know what he can do. We got Rob Jackson. Uh-huh. We got the one-man gang. We got uh uh Chris Wilson. I mean, if it comes down to Ronaldo Wynn or Chris Wilson, who's like 10 years younger than him, who are you going to pick? You're going to go with the young guy who's got –
1: uptick
0: still. You got a point.
1: Because do was cut two years ago because it wasn't good enough to make the film. Aaron, had... tell, tell John, tell John the, uh, the big fake news of the week that you called me and told me.
0: Oh, hold on, though. Before I oh, do was that. the
1: same one you
2: called me about?
0: <laughs> yeah, but hold on. Before we get into that, I think you have a point <laughs> there, but I think if they have Ronaldo win and Phillip Daniels, even if those guys are just... I know Philip Daniels will make the team unless he gets injured. But if those guys are around just for training camp, even, I think they will have a positive influence on those, those young gentlemen that you were just speaking of.
1: Uh,
0: okay. Uh, alright, the fake news on of the right week. Over there? The, the
1: fake news of the week was I called. So here yep. it goes, here it is. I'm shopping at the Kroger and the phone rings and it's Aaron and he says, dude, did you hear? Go ahead.
0: I believe I told Josh that um, the Redskins had just traded LeRon Landry for Andre Johnson.
1: Yeah, that's what I heard too. Straight, Straight up, up trade. The message, and I went. And my response, immediate response, was, "Dude, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard."
0: And John, what was your response? Did you go check your computer? Yes, I
1: didn't.
2: Well, the only reason I didn't check it immediately was because the phone was downstairs and the computer is upstairs. Lazy. So I was like, "What? Really? Really?" I was my my first thought was incre- I was a little incredulous, and then I was like, "Oh man, you know we gave up a lot more than just Laurent Landry for Andre and Johnson."
0: <laughs> well, you know what Josh said. Or he whoever like,
1: it was, I had the opposite
0: response. Josh was like, "Who's Andre Johnson?" That's <laughs>
1: what so I was like. Seriously, i was like. Dude, we don't need that guy. Come on, we got, we have receivers. What do we, what do we need him for? We can use him. I think he's the most, uh, underrated superstar receiver in the NFL. Yeah, but Leron Landry, dude, we cannot give up LaRon Landry. I'm
2: sorry. Well, we can't,
1: that's the thing. I was just like, I figured we'd
2: given up more for him, and I was thinking, who the hell is gonna play center field this year? But then again, if we have someone with the talent, with the talent as, of Leron Landry, and we're just using them to play center field? You know, like all... I was thinking, well, maybe they felt like they could stick someone else back there to play center field. Who and up? they obviously don't have any faith in the receivers now. I guess they're going to get cut, the, the rookies, for the second-year guys. Oh, man, yeah, dude, Aaron, yeah, my brain was, was cranking and cranking. But it was way too lazy. This was all within, like, a couple minutes, and I was way too lazy to go upstairs and check it. <laughs> for at least ten
0: minutes. Anyway, it was all a lie. John didn't even have enough energy to pick up the phone and call me and be like, you're lying.
1: John called Red's online just to ask. I
2: didn't call you because I thought you were at work. What day was that? Was that Friday? Was that my first day off?
0: See, dude, that's why I thought it was brilliant that I call you with the fake news because I called at like 8.05 a.m. So I thought that you would think if I'm calling while I should be at work, then it must be important news.
1: That was good thinking. Anyway.
0: Anyway, it's anyway, not even real. We do real. have some
1: real news. We have some real news to get into here.
2: Right again, we had some real news. We talked about Golston resigning. Oh, and to wrap that up real quick, so that means all three of the Redskins' restricted free agents have signed with the team, the third being... Um, Josh's dog. Josh's dog. Um, Sean Sweehan. <laughs> Dude, you're right.
1: N- none of the uh, <laughs> none of the news this
0: week excites me whatsoever. Dude, Let I'm excited do about Golston. I'm
1: not. I'm glad that you are.
0: Hey, I'm when you're saying. begging us to get him, <laughs> dude, when you're begging us to buy you his jersey this Christmas, then you're going to be eating your words.
2: Dude, okay. I want a number 64. <laughs> it still adds up to Mr. Nichols. <laughs> <laughs> he adds six
1: and seven, five Yeah,
0: five. that's ten. It's it five and, five and, and
1: six stuff. for the Redskins, dude. Divide mm-hmm. it by two. That's
0: true. Anyway, moving forward. The other news this week: Byron Leftwich did not sign with the Redskins and instead signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who we we will meet and destroy this season. On let me see, on Sunday, October fourth at at uh, one p.m., we will beat that team with Byron, Right Wizard. So anyway. So, yeah,
2: local boy, took the Redskins as a backup plan, but he probably thought, you know what, I have a chance to start
1: if I go to Tampa Bay.
2: And I think he does. He has a good chance to
1: start. And he has a chance um, to team. start in Washington by going to Tampa Bay because, <laughs> because we're actually hosting Tampa Bay. We'll get
0: into that. I just said... Uh, nice. I just said we were yeah. going to destroy him on October 4th. Anyway. Um. Yes, so Byron left, which didn't sign. I didn't really think he was going to anyway. It's not too often that someone's going to sign when, when you think you're, you know, a starting quarterback and the team's like, you're not even going to compete for the starting job. That doesn't really bode well going in.
2: Yeah, but I think anyone looking at the Redskins knows that Campbell's hold on the quarterback position is, is not the strongest, um, at this moment. And every single loss that he has going into the season, if he has any losses, um, every every time he struggles, he's going
1: to uh the question marks to getting bigger and bigger. And and I don't want to sound negative, but I don't think we need to, to rehash the Campbell thing again this week. Negative. I think that sounds positive, actually, because we don't need to get him at all that again. Okay, well, oh, I don't like mean negativity. to sound positive. I, think I don't, <laughs> don't mean to sound positive, but... <laughs> positive? We've talked about it plenty. He has to prove himself. Let's yep. see it happen.
0: Yeah, we, he has to prove it. Anyway, moving forward, the other big news of the day is the schedule has been released. And just like every year, I like to go in here and predict the outcomes of these games from day one.
2: But before we get into that, Aaron, before we get into that, I think we need to take a station identification break.
1: Yeah. Uh, oh,
0: okay, okay, okay. Um, I think we can do that, and um, we'll talk to you guys after this. Here. I got, I'm about to float away. Station break. See you in ten. You're listening to 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 Harry Hog hog, football. football, football, football. Please hang up and try again. Okay.
2: And we're back.
0: All right. Hope you enjoyed that. Yep. Ten second break. Um. Alright, and the final news of the day, of course, is the schedule, and just like every season here at Harry Hawk Football, I like to go through, and it's the only time you'll ever hear me do any predictions of any games, so if you miss it, if you miss this episode in the butt crack of the off season, you'll never hear me predict a game, because I think it's stupid to predict games, but here I go, predicting my games. Shall I just go right into it, dudes?
2: Right into it. Beginning of the
0: uh, regular season. Yes. We'll start with the beginning of the regular season. Sunday, September 13th at New York Giants. Remember, the Redskins are hungry for a win against the Giants. We haven't beaten them in a few years. And remember a couple years in ago. In the middle land. Yes. And a couple years ago. Well, we haven't beaten them in a few years in, in general. But a couple years ago, in the second game of the year, we had a lead at halftime, 17-3. Went on to blew it. I think this is um is um sitting heavy on the hearts of the redskins, and they will march into the ghetto lands at four fifteen p m September thirteenth and come out with a w What do you guys think
1: um, what was that- trying to trying to stay positive. I'd love to say that I think that that's going to happen. It's going to be our first, uh, our first game coming back. We're going to be feeling things out. It's going to be an away game for us. Um, I, I got no problem seeing us, uh, beat the Giants at home on Monday, December 21st, but I think 13th of September is going to be iffy for the Redskins.
0: Okay. John.
2: There you go. All right. Moving on. Sunday, September 20th, St. Louis Rams at home, one o'clock, Fox Sports.
0: Once again, there. the Redskins still have the bad taste in their mouth from that game they should have won last year that they lost. You guys all remember it against the Rams. I think we're going to be pumped up. Oh, one up.
2: fatty Steven Davis who looked like an offensive lineman? Yeah. Wasn't that two years ago? No, that
0: was last year. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. Man, all these stupid losses are running together. All these should have, could have won games. Dude, he was huge.
0: But anyway, I think this is going to be one oh, we should have won, is. and it's going to be one we do win to um, revenge or avenge or whatever the proper word is last year's loss to the rams at home when we should have won so they'll mark it dude two wins for the redskins john i give that one a win w next game sunday september 27th Next game what about john
1: what does john give it
0: no john sorry go ahead
1: um, I'm I'm
2: actually I'm just gonna keep moving on here. Um Sunday, September 27th, <laughs> at, at Detroit. At Detroit Fort Glenn. Field, home of the uh home of the final four in basketball this year, um, sponsored by Chevrolet at Fort Field. Um twenty seventh, one PM Fox.
0: We're gonna march Detroit in there. may
2: still be winless at that point. Nobody wants to lose to be the first team to lose to Detroit this year. No way. Because right now, they're wow. still defeated.
0: Yes, and they still don't have a quarterback or... Well. They
1: will. They'll have a quarterback come come draft time.
0: Anyway, Sunday, we're going to march in there to Detroit, and I think I'm going to have to go ahead and mark that down as a W. Pushovers, dude. Josh. Uh,
1: well, right, I think Detroit's going to be hungry. I think it's going to depend on what they end up with, you know who they get and what they can do with it. But I don't see them being far enough along to uh to to make a win. They will have just come off a, a week playing the Vikings at home. Um they will have had the Saints in New Orleans before that. Uh, I think the Redskins are gonna win that one. All and right. if I'm not mistaken, we almost lost to them um, last season. That's all right. moving on that's why Sunday I'm a, bit, if, October why 4th. I'm a bit iffy.
0: Sunday right. October fourth right. Sunday October fourth <laughs> Tampa Bay Bucks will finally be coming into Washington for once, and we're going to make That's him remember right. that Southeast one.
2: South East Division.
0: Byron we'll Leftwich. Byron Leftwich be returning to his um his native home for yet another Florida again. team, and yet again he will get a big L.
1: Carry on my wayward son.
0: Mark that down. What's your prediction of uh? A- two
2: thousand nine version of the NFC Southeast. I can't see us losing to the Bucks at home. Sorry.
0: All right, Sorry, moving Bucks. forward. We go up Sunday, October eleventh. 11th. 11th? At Carolina Panthers. This may <laughs> indeed be the Harry Hog Football away game of the year. Keep keep we'll keep posted and we'll have a huge section of Redskins fans in Carolina, which there should be a big section of Redskins fans anyway, since most of those people there are either still Redskins fans or they switch teams. Traitors. So, I think the Redskins are going to march in there, have, having only one loss ever to the Carolina Panthers in regular season, and they're going to keep it that way. Win for the Redskins.
1: So that's five wins for Aaron. I'm giving that one a, a, a question mark. I think it's going to be tough for them to march into Carolina and do it. Josh, Josh, Klandon, yeah, the, uh, the, the middle of the road here because
2: he lives in Carolina.
1: Nope, not at all. I'm, I'm burgundy and, and gold through and through, but, uh, I've been to a Carolina game in Carolina on occasion and, uh, it's not as easy as just marching in there and doing it. That's all I got to say.
0: Yes, sir. All right. Well, the next week sure will be marching in home. Redskins versus Kansas City Chiefs with who is there? Matt Castle there now? Who's their quarterback?
2: Matt Castle. That's right.
0: Anyway, Matt Castle leading the Kansas City Chiefs to a loss against the Redskins in Washington.
1: Battle of the Engines. Mm-hmm. I give the uh, I give the Redskins a, a W that one.
0: All right. Continuing on. All right. Only in the eighth week or seventh week. Only our second divisional game. Our first home divisional game against the Eagles. we got to win that one. It's on ESPN Sunday night. night.
2: First night game of the year, dude.
0: A huge game for the Redskins, being that we swept them last year. And what's his face? Oh, yes. Donovan McNabb is yet another year older and another year colder. The Redskins will once again begin the second (laughs) straight year of sweeping. The Philadelphia Eagles that night.
1: This is the game where Jason Campbell needs to show his stuff. If he hasn't shown his stuff by this point in time, I think we will consider the over the following two weeks. They're going to be a rough two weeks for the Redskins and Jason Campbell, and we may be looking at uh, a change at that position if he has not proven himself. Um, that's a good point because um, we're going into the bye.
0: Yeah. after
2: that game. And uh yeah, Josh, I think you're right. If Jason Campbell has not proven himself. Somebody else is probably going to be quarterback in that team
1: going into uh the weekend, the next game, week 9. Yes. That's my guess. Basically, we could then, you know, of course Aaron has all wins in the column, and and I think it give you a stretch to say he'll find a loss in here somewhere. But um the uh even if we do just get uh even if I take my iffy my iffiness here and say there's three, well there's that's only half of the games that we won at that point. I think we need to do a little bit better. So, um if we're winning straight through, like Aaron is saying here, and uh and Campbell's showing himself, then I can see him finishing out the season. If not, we could be looking at a change.
0: I'd have to agree with you guys uh, well, on this, this is... pivotal game, just like I thought last year's pivotal game was against the Steelers to see what kind of team the Redskins really were. And we saw what happened in that game. Against Byron Leftwich. <laughs> anyway um, I think this is a pivotal game and the outcome of that game may affect have a huge impact on how the Redskins play the rest of the year okay next game after the bye Redskins go into Atlanta play the Falcons who were much improved last season um, and the Redskins will pick up a W yeah this
1: this is our fallback, uh, Harry Hogg football weekend, uh, game. Um, again, we haven't confirmed if all of us
2: can actually go that weekend, but this is a fallback day for us. Oh, I could see a hard fault
1: win in Atlanta. In the Georgia Dome. See, as we get further into the season, I don't know. That's why I, I hate predicting, man. I, I don't like to predict. All right, yeah, well, neither do any of
0: us. Sunday, November 15th, <laughs> Redskins. Aaron, it sounds like he loves to predict. Redskins host the Broncos at one PM at FedEx. This is gonna be the Broncos with who? Kyle Orton as quarterback. I see a Cutler. I see a repeat of Super Bowl twenty two on this one. Redskins oh, yeah. win forty two Seventeen leading the victory. Is
2: that what you're predicting?
0: Seventeen leading the victory over the Broncos with a huge second quarter. 42-10 victory.
1: You don't see Champ Bailey wreaking some havoc. No. On our undefined receiver line at this point, receiving core.
0: No, because we're going to have Andre, Andre Johnson. Johnson? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: didn't you hear?
1: Oh, if you count our our Houston contingent.
0: Dude, how many emails are we going to get from people going? They didn't get Andre Johnson. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: I uh, looked it I didn't up that crap, dude. I looked it up on Redskins.com.
1: Yeah, we already get enough crap, enough emails from people calling. Uh, you guys said this, and...
0: Uh, oh, yeah, I got an email from someone saying that, or how we were talking about Clinton Portis not showing up for the off-season conditioning, and some guy was like, he showed up. But I can't confirm or disconfirm what he said, though. So, anyway. All right. Okay, next. Um, what's the next game? Oh, yes. Redskins at Dallas Cowboys, 1 p.m., November 22nd. That's really a 1 p.m. game? Oh, that's a flex game, dude. That might be, that may very well be a night game, John.
1: They'll be flexing into their new stadium.
0: I know it's not going to be a 1 p.m. game. Dallas doesn't play at 10 in the morning or whatever it is. They're still out. Yeah, what is that? They're still out partying from the night before. Um barely got the white powder off the nostrils, I know, dude. <laughs> anyway, uh, so that we know that's not going to be at 1 o'clock, but what I do know is the Redskins are going to come out of there with a W. We're sweeping the Cowboys this season. Mark my words, it's, dudes. It's a
1: flex game because it, it might take some time to open the roof if Jerry Jones decides to do so on the new stadium.
0: What are you talking about? I don't think those engineers have figured out how to get a roof on a stadium in Dallas
2: not making a retractable roof. Aren't they putting the hole in there again on
1: purpose this uh, time? No, it's retractable, I think. I'm pretty <laughs> sure.
0: <laughs> on purpose this time? <laughs>
1: I'm pretty certain, dude. <laughs> <laughs> they're
0: they're putting the hole in there on purpose this time, so on they can be like, no, time. the last the last stadium it was on purpose too and you'll be like, No it wasn't
1: Dude. I, meant to do that. Let me let me just say this. I went to a Durham Bulls game the other night and we've got some friends that met us there and and um, and this uh, the wife of this one. This friend is a uh, is a big Dallas fan, and um, and of course I choke the crap out of her every time I see her. And uh, she was wearing this shirt, and it said um, Texas Stadium, 1970 uh, whatever to 2008, and it was like this RIP kind of shirt. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, are you serious? When I asked my friend. I said, "Did you tell her to wear that shirt just to just to get me going? Because you know I'm going to have to joke her even harder." <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did you joke her about the whole? Did interview? it
1: say gone but not forgotten on the back? She was like, "She loves that shirt, man." And I was like,
2: Ugh. "See, it, it, it's, the whole thing with Texas Stadium. It's it's like the mess in baseball. They got their new field, city field." And everyone's talking about, you know, oh, uh, you know, end of an era with Shea Skating, but, but I guess not really anyone's talking about that because Shea Skating was such a hole. Ooh, it was like a horrible venue to see any kind of event at. It was, it was horrible. And that, there's nothing special about Texas Stadium either because it was a dome that they messed up so they, they, they had to leave a hole in the roof, structurally.
0: And a crappy how could anyone there, sit there and be did. like, oh,
1: man, I just I just love that stadium. It was, Dude, it was great. She, she, Shea Stadium didn't used to be called Shea Stadium. Shea Stadium is the shortened name for it. Before that, it had two T's in the middle of that word. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> <Shite.
0: laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, show how far it behind the times. in New York. Dude, show how, how far behind the times I am. I didn't even know that the um, – Mets were playing at a new stadium until the other day I was watching a game and I was like, why does it say Mets.com behind them in that stadium? That's not Shea Stadium.
2: Dude. <laughs> anyway, anyway, enough about baseball.
0: Yeah, yeah
2: so that—that that's just a little analogy there. It's like there was nothing nice from what I've heard. I, can't, I don't know anyone who's just really reminiscing in, in a nice way about Texas Stadium. You know what I mean? It's not like it was a nice venue at all.
0: Well, you don't know very many Cowboys fans.
2: Well, I know people who cheer the victories that they had, but be like, man, I missed that stadium. The stadium is a hole.
0: (laughs) What's a hole. Dude, I'm already ready for the Redskins to move back into Washington and get rid of FedEx.
2: That's
1: going to be a while,
2: dude. Yeah, that would be fantastic. And, And, you know, what's hurting our case is that they're I, I don't know if it's past it or not. Maybe one of our listeners can email us at redskinsfan at com and let us know. But I believe D.C. United, the football, the soccer team in Washington, D.C., is actually going to be building a new stadium and leaving RFK. And they're going to be building the new stadium next to uh, FedEx Field.
0: Oh, really? really? Yeah, I saw something about that. Or, and it's not, maybe
2: not right next to it, but in that, that, that little area, like very, very close, allegedly. Well, Dan Snyder in the land?
0: Indeed. I saw something. No, why but I really wish FedEx they
2: weren't field. doing that. I wish they could get them a stadium, like maybe next to the baseball stadium or something, put it in the district.
0: Well, I saw, dude, I saw an article about how it said that they want to move outside of the district, and someone was saying that maybe they should just, you know, swap with the Redskins and let the Redskins come back in.
1: Yeah, why don't we just give them FedEx Field? Here, we'll give it to you.
0: <laughs> We're coming back.
1: <laughs> We're coming back into, into town. You know?
0: <laughs> anyway. Enough about Those soccer.
1: will go for a dollar or something.
0: Enough about soccer. Moving on, next game, at Philadelphia Eagles. I hate the Eagles so much, man, that I could never... Oh, I already talked about that one. We're going to sweep them, too.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway, so we're going to win that game. All right, Josh, you have anything to add about that? Or should we... I have nothing to say. Hurry through this one. Okay, the Saints... Come on, the Saints are going to be marching out, losers, on December 6th, Redskins victory.
1: I think it will be a good game.
0: I all I will say. The Redskins win. Okay, mm-hmm. next game, New York Giants. Mm. <laughs> and these are all flex
1: games. No, dude, no, dude. We're at the Raiders
0: first. Oh, yeah. Sorry, no, we're I can't remember that one because the Raiders are quite possibly the worst team in football right now. And I didn't yeah, even think of it. Did. Victory for the Redskins in Oakland. Yep. Okay.
2: The as well. It's a 4 o'clock game right now.
0: I think the next two games against the Giants and against the uh, Cowboys at home are going to be two of our toughest games of the season, and I think the Redskins will come out and win close games in both of those, December 21st and December 27th. both games? Both night games, yes. Interesting. I want to point out that uh, the, the Giants game
2: on the 21st is a Monday night game, our second Monday night game of the season, both at home, and the next game against Dallas at home. It's a Sunday night game. The NBC uh, telecast that has, I think, 73 or 74 guys that are on their cast. Um, it's like, you know, Tiki Barber and 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 the bus. It's how many guys do they have on there? Collinsworth, Peter King, and Patrick. All of them. How many guys do they need to talk about a football game? Paul.
0: I don't know. They also have Steve Young, I think. You've got- anyway,
2: sorry, I had a ramble there. I just thought it was, I think it's kind of strange to have that many people, but you know, they're, they're giving people jobs in this this fragile economy, so good for them. Anyway, um, we've talked at length over the last couple of years about the Redskins. Dismal track record for night 8.
0: Oh, it's horrible. Especially the ones that are televised. And here we go. And especially the ones that are- We get three at home. Dude, especially. And I ones asked
2: that- Aaron before the podcast, I said, Aaron, what, uh, why, why did we get three home games at night? And your reply was...
0: Because we always lose them? (laughs) Dude, seriously. We do a lot better playing away night games than we do home games. It's like we show up and don't play. It's like they send in all the scrubs or something. and They're always flat. Don't come out with any excitement. Even that game a few years ago where Santana Moss had the miracle finish to beat the Cowboys... Fifty-eight minutes of the game, the Redskins look like they're in a daze.
1: By the way, I brought that game that game up at the Bulls game the other night. Solid.
2: That was
0: really the turning of
2: the tide from the uh, that that horrible losing streak for the Cowboys. Right then.
1: Speaking of Cowboys, I just want to point this one thing out. If you were to say go to cowboys dot com, uh, <laughs> it's actually a cowboy dating site. Just do that.
0: It is. Really?
1: Yeah. Okay. Cowboy dot com, not cowboys. Cowboys. Cowboys.com with
0: an S. Oh, so is it DallasCowboys.com, really? their site?
1: I guess so. But cowboys.com says Cowboys, Cowboy Dating, Country Music, and Cowboy. Dip, dip. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, um going into the last game against John's Nemesis of Turner and the San Diego Chargers. That's January 3rd game when no one's really, like, caring about the last game of the season. Well,
2: it could have playoff implications for both teams. It could be like a win-and-you're-in type of situation for both teams.
0: Dude, we're going to be 15-0 at, no at that point.
2: My bad, my bad. Um, but it might be, you know... North Turner's um, San Diego Super Chargers Need to win that game To make it into the playoffs So it could be feisty
0: What do you think Aaron? Yeah I think it's going to be A feisty game And North Turner's going to do Something to Josh. blow it in the end <laughs> <laughs> And we will win. So, Turner's it. already had
2: like his—he already had his uh, revenge on us, so it is due. He is going to lose the final time John, to lose for the, rest
0: of the yeah, He's, he's going to do something he like does. send in a kicker that can only kick thirty-yard field goal to, to attempt a fifty-two-yarder and miss and lose the game at the end. So yeah, anyway, that was a night game. That wraps up the schedule. I have him at sixteen and zero as usual, and Josh has him at whatever. He kind of gave up in the middle, and John doesn't make any predictions whatsoever. So, there you have it, folks. I
1: got a solid. Uh, I got a solid ten and
0: six. <laughs> okay, and um, I also wanted to pose one more question before we wrap up this week's podcast. I was thinking about this the other day while I was on the toilet. Mm-hmm. Um, as a Redskins, like <laughs> as a Redskins fan, I want your thoughts on this. As a Redskins fan, should you <laughs> a wear Redskins underwear? Or B, wear Cowboy's underwear?
1: Only if you're going to poop your pants do you wear Cowboy's underwear.
2: All right, all right, you already know where I stand on this because I've brought this up on the podcast a couple times before. Um, nearly every pair of underwear I own is uh, blue. Oh, yeah,
0: the tighty blues. Well, no. no, they're all loosey blues now,
2: man. I don't go for the tighty.
0: So what you're, you're saying is you don't necessarily wear Dallas cowboy underwear because then you would actually have to have the Dallas Star in your house and you'd have to see it while you're folding laundry. on Right so and anyone it.
2: who's been to John's John on uh, HarryHardFootball.com knows that I have Dallas Star in my toilet That's
1: right painted on the bottom of the toilet
2: But
0: I see what you're going for right. here You still have the Dallas you colors know You know You know so if dude, you happen dude, to skin dude, what them if
2: I'm, What if I'm walking around during the day and I got all my Redskins garb on and I have a Redskins underwear on which I think is a little strange and and I suddenly you know, sharp my pants. Then I've started on the Redskins. You can't have that. Yeah. You gotta go with the blue. You gotta go with the
0: blue. That's a good point. But at the same time You can
2: only have actual Dallas Cowboys underwear if someone gives them to you as a gift. You cannot purchase them if they on money.
0: I'm is,
1: gonna ask my friend for some for Christmas.
0: Is it acceptable to wear Redskins boxers?
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. Okay, because I have some. But I was thinking of wearing, wearing
1: them, especially if they're not them, like lounging around the house. Yeah, if they're not made out of flannel and you don't sweat all over them.
0: They're not made out of flannel. All right, anyway. That's all I yeah, wanted to ask but, you guys. I like John's approach. But anyway, all right, that about wraps it up for this week's uh, podcast, dudes. If you guys have anything, um, send us an email Redskins fan at com. I think the hog line is um, unavailable right at this point.
1: Yeah, we've got another uh another issue. We're going to have to um let me just say this. We there are some changes that are, <laughs> that are coming to uh to Harry Hog football and um and there will be some good things happening. Um actually we're pretty excited about it. Um and we will yet again have another new hog Line phone number um at some point in the near future. Uh, the uh the phone provider who was um providing us with that number uh kindly gave it to someone else who wanted that number. So um Without wasn't telling. kind to
0: us. Without touching. Let's just us. say that. But anyway. So yes, yeah, but no worries, email.
1: man. It's all good. Things are coming. Uh we're beta testing some things, thanks to those of you out there who are um doing some beta tests for us on some things like that. If anybody's interested in beta testing something at this point, shoot us an email, Redskinsfan at com, and uh, we'll see what we can do about uh, letting you in on some things. Yes, sir.
0: And uh,
1: and if you're out there trying to simulate the
2: economy, you can always get to the shop tab at com. if you're going to be a iTunes team for ESPN Shop Subhub of that nature you can click through Amazon.com. You can click through we have a uh, teeny tiny little banner under the chat box on what it was go through
1: that. Harry,
2: Harry Hog stimulus package. Mm-hmm. Harry hog stimulus package. And it doesn't cost you any more and it helps us keep uh, keep this fine entertainment on the uh, airwaves.
1: That's right. Mm-hmm. Now that we've now that we've rounded the roid of the off season and we're getting into uh, uh, into the six
0: So, until next week dudes, hail to the Redskins, and remember, if you see a Cowboys fan, you know what
1: to do.